So hello everyone and welcome to the Pushback podcast. Today I'm with my special guest Caleb and we're going to be speaking about his career, about mentoring and about Pushback. So Caleb, if you want to introduce yourself to our listeners. Sure. Jesse, thanks for having me on the show. First of all, the podcast, it's a, it's a lovely day to be able to talk to some folks who can't hear me, but I'm sure you're with me in spirit. My name is Caleb. Just a quick introduction. I am from New Brunswick, Moncton, New Brunswick, big old city here of about a couple thousand people. It's in the Maritimes and the Atlantic provinces in Canada. So are you able to tell me just a bit more about yourself, some of your hobbies and your interests? Absolutely. I'm a very avid outdoors person for most of you listening. Once you heard Canada, you probably thought of igloos, moose, and polar bears. That's <laughs> half true. We're a very, I live a very rural lifestyle. I have a house out in the woods. I'm about a 45-minute drive from the nearest store. So a lot of my time is spent doing things outside. I enjoy carpentry, woodworking, anything that involves working with my hands. I also like to dabble in a little bit of hiking, snowshoeing, skiing in the different seasons that the great Canadian wilderness has to offer certain times of the year. I know when you did say about Canada, the first thing I did think about was the moose. We do have a few of them and I have seen quite a few of them and unfortunately came a little close to a few of them in my vehicle a time or two before. (laughs) I know it's a bit off topic. Are moose dangerous? So moose are very gentle creatures unless you get close to them. Back in the day, I used to hunt with my father and we came across a moose one time. And he did, uh, he didn't like us a whole lot. So we were able to vacate the area quite quickly. They're, they're very big. You wouldn't, you don't, you don't think they're that big until you see one. I'm not sure what your guys's most common vehicle is as everybody's listening from different parts in the world. But for an example, I'll use a little Toyota Corolla. If you were to drive a little Toyota Corolla into a full-size moose, you would be able to drive the Toyota Corolla underneath the moose. Really? Between the two, the, the front and the back legs. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Oh, see, I didn't think they were that big. I, f- I always think of them like the size of a horse. No, they are quite big. The <laughs> fully grown uh, adult moose. Yep. That was completely off topic. I just, uh, it was just in my mind. So are you able to just tell me about what job you do and what it entails and your favorite parts of it? Sure. Not a problem. Uh, right now, I am a terminal manager for a company that deals with uh, windows and doors. And I will elaborate a little bit on that and what it entails, as well as some of the daily challenges I face, uh, as well as some favorite parts about the job. The last five years or so, I've been specializing and trying to focus my efforts on a industrial management career. I've managed several warehouses, specializing in hands-on operations. So I'm the type of guy that really likes to get down to the nitty gritty, work out the numbers and figure out the best logistical equations to the most common and challenging problems that uh, most businesses in a warehousing and logistic role face every single day. So with my role, I manage about 15 to 25 people, and I'm basically in charge of making sure that every single day, our fleet of trucks delivering doors and windows to customers, contractors, distribution centers is oversaw. The people know where they're going. They accurately make their delivery stops, check off the right things on their paperwork. And just basically my job is to oversee uh, a lot of different things make sure that that runs smoothly on a day-to-day basis. I enjoy my job quite a lot. I would say one of my favorite parts, Jesse, about the job is the fact that every single day there is something new. I'm the type of person that loves a challenge. I don't like to sit still. And every single day, whether a truck breaks down or or someone calls in sick or there's a window that's really big or fell over and some glass broke when we were supposed to ship it, challenges like that are last minute, hard to prepare for. Those challenges are what make me feel happy in the morning about going to work. I look for those challenges. I love finding solutions thinking fast on my feet. 
It's what I specialize in, and it's something that I enjoy very much about the job I currently do. Have you been in the role for long? Yes. Yep. I've been in this current role just over a year now. Before that, the role before, I managed a warehouse for a couple of years. So this is a bit of a newer role to me. Is it always like the same industry you've wanted to go in? And like, how did you get into this role? Yeah. So great question. So I come from a family of industrial management specialists. Pretty much everybody before me in my family, Jesse, has either been in a management role or a, a very operational, a key fundamental person within the cog of an industry, if I may say. My focus uh, has been on the warehousing side of things. When I was in high school, I'm sure we've all been there. We all have a job, your first job, whether it's your first job, part-time job, a student, you're looking for a little extra cash on the side. That was kind of my introduction. I got a job at a warehouse, moving boxes around, operating a forklift. That's kind of when my interest for everything warehouse took off. After that, I continued working in warehouses for a while. And as I said, my family uh, has been in the business for a long time, specifically within the warehousing industry. I was able to, uh, through a mutual friend of some of my family members, take my first real big boy, if you will call it, opportunity with a warehouse that distributed a bingo cards. So gambling lottery tickets and bingo cards. They were looking for an operations manager. So someone who could do the work, who knew how to do the work and could coach and teach other people to do the work efficiently. So that was kind of my first introduction, kind of stepping into the world of hands-on warehousing and running smoothly an, an operation and a fast-paced setting such as a warehouse setting. So I, I started off as an operations manager for three years. And from there, I was able to transfer into a warehouse management role. And from then on, I've been reaching my way up. So one of the uh, the last couple of years, I've transitioned myself into a more of a, a behind the desk rather than uh, running around and, and actually being involved in the work. I'm very passionate about my work. I, I love being in the midst of things, getting my hands uh, dirty, if you will. But the last couple of years, I've been fine-tuning my characteristics and my skills from doing the hands-on work to be able to then spend my time coaching and uh, training and teaching other employees to be able to do the work as good as and efficiently as, as I would like to see it happen. No, that does sound interesting and it sounds like it keeps you really busy. I'm just going to ask you, what's your five-year goal with your career? Sure. Yeah, it certainly does keep me busy. (laughs) My five-year goal currently, I have it mapped out pretty well. I would like to uh, see myself succeed a little bit higher in a few more areas of understanding the way business works on a larger scale, see more of the bigger picture, be more integrated with the company values and processes so that I can be a valuable asset to the company I'm currently with. And I hope to uh, reach a little higher in the current company that I uh, am employed by and take a higher role within the company as they become available. It's going to keep you busy then. Next yes, is. <laughs> so I'm just going to move on a bit more about mentoring. because Obviously, we have spoken previously about the Pushfar app. So have you been a mentor or mentee before joining Pushfar? Before Pushfar, I've had a lot of mentors in my life. I would say I've had more mentors than I've mentored. I've had a lot of fundamental figures in my life take along, take me alongside of them and show me, maybe not so much in a, in a career or a business aspect, but just this the secret to life, if you will. And what, what I mean by that is take me alongside and say, hey, look, everybody's got their own way of thinking and everybody has their own quirks and flaws and their own little di- different things about them that makes them unique. I, I want you to keep that, Caleb, but I want you to realize that there's some things that I did that would really help you if you knew now instead of in 20 years. And that there's some things that maybe you should stay away from because I've done these things and I've learned. So I've had a lot of people like that in my life. 
And I feel like I've, I've been able to jump a little bit further ahead uh, than most people because I've had access to that sort of information, that sort of partnership and, and mentorship. Obviously, the importance of mentoring is so strong. And everyone I've spoken to have literally said, it's helped me just really go forward in my career. And it, it does give you a bit of more of a, a clear direction, especially learning from people who are in a similar role or industry and being able to help you and guide you, you know, through any challenges you face. Absolutely. I would have to agree 100%. I, I feel like people can just soar so much higher than their capabilities and their credentials on paper could uh, could ever tell them that they could if they just had someone. I think we all need someone in life just to give us a pat on the shoulder every once in a while and say, you're, you're so capable of doing so much more than you ever thought you could that you could comprehend if, if you just take the time to believe in yourself because me, a mentor, is telling you this. I'd actually love to know a bit more about specific experiences in your mentoring life. Is there anything that really stands out? Sure. There was an individual back in my early career when I was first starting off as an operations manager. So I knew I wanted to go into warehousing. I wanted to be the big successful manager, run plants, warehouses. I knew that was going to be my lifelong goal. And there was a man who took me alongside of him when I was working for the distribution company, managing their operations operations. His name was Mike. We'll call him Mike. Mike was a great guy and he was a great mentor to me for one, many reasons. But one, one reason that really stood out was as a young kid, fresh out of training and, and all these valuable secrets and just a head bursting full of knowledge, just waiting to be able to use it. So you get this kid full of spunk and he doesn't really know where to go or, or how to guide that shot, how to make it count. And Mike was the type of individual that was willing to give 18-year-old me a shot. And he said, you know what? It doesn't matter that I know people in your family. It doesn't matter I have this position open and I have 20 other people more qualified to take this. I'm going to give you a shot. And to me, as a mentor who I'd already known beforehand because he was a friend of my family's, that meant more to me than anything else that he could have ever done. Just the fact that he was willing to give me a shot. I think so many people voided the opportunities of being... An, a super fundamental part of huge corporations and industries because they're simply not given the chance. And that was one thing that stood out to me was the fact that this mentor was willing to give me a chance. He had the ability, we had the, he had the opportunity. We had gotten so far in life that he, he had all this money he had all this business. He had the opportunity and he saw me as a path to be able to put that into as value. And he didn't feel like he was wasting it. And to me, that was precious. It, it does sound like he saw potential in you as well. Like you said about there was other candidates that were more qualified, but I think you could see you could, you would really do the work and get stuck in. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm very thankful that, that he read me that way because I was, and I made mistakes, of course, we all must make mistakes along the way, but I hold that same philosophy because, and I'm sure we'll speak about this later. I won't uh, cut too far ahead, but as a mentor now, I, I try to give the same approach to people I'm mentoring or people who are trying to get to that next step in their career or their, in their professional life, or just in, in life skills in general, if they've got the right attitude, so much can be accomplished if they're just given an equal opportunity. I was literally just about to ask that um, if you were a mentor or a mentee on the Push Fat app, you might do both? Or were you just Yeah, so I think right now I'm 
I think there's a setting that you can turn it on so that you're both. I, I don't exactly know what the label is, but I, I do a little bit of both. So how did you hear about Pushfart? So Pushfart to me, I heard about it, I would say about six months ago now. Every once in a while, I like to cruise the old the old forums online, just see what type of platforms are out there, if you will, to get around people with similar interests, have some accountability partner about certain things that you're interested in. For me, it was a professional uh, approach. I wanted to get some tips, some critiquing, some criticism, constructive criticism from some people out there in bigger parts of the world whose you know businesses were a little bit higher scale than the ones that I'm normally used to dealing with, a little larger scale. So to me, it was the perfect opportunity when Pushbar came along my chat box in one of these forums. I heard a little bit about it, decided to give it a shot, downloaded it, and I've been on it ever since. So just going back, are you able to tell me just more about your full experience on Pushfire, like how many mentees you've had, or just the whole experience, really? Sure. So when I started on Pushfire, I, I started out as being mentored, of course. I had this one specific gentleman in a similar industry with 25 years of experience. And for the first four months, I had daily meetings with him and really grown. We have a meeting once every month now. I touch base with him. I count him as a very close friend. About two months ago, I started uh, taking on mentees uh, and I, I didn't want to overwhelm myself too much. And I'm very specific. I have very specific conditions. I don't want to men mentor uh, people who I don't share same experiences with, because for me, it's something I'm very passionate about. I, I want to give the life experience that, that I have to people who are looking to get into the same type of industry, who encounter the same types of problems, who think in the same types of patterns. I really want to connect with that person out there that's thinking, man, I, I've got all these challenges, but I, I I don't know how I'm going to get through them, but I've got all this raw energy and just, I, I know I can be something, but I just need somebody who's come from rock bottom and, and really gets me and can tell me that it's going to be okay and, and show me how it's going to be okay. So I've taken on a few uh, different people who I feel like I connect with very well. We've had some ongoing sessions and I've made some great connections. So would you say that Pushfire has made like an impact on your career and lifestyle? I would say Pushfar has one of the one of the greatest things about Pushfar to me is I come from a town of a couple thousand people. We have warehouses and, and Walmarts and, and superstores and all these stores that have to be run by business professionals and warehouse managers. The scale of what I'm dealing with down here, not to undermine my skills or my accomplishments at all, but we're a little bit smaller than what other parts of the world are used to. So for me, it was a way to I wanted to see and, and find and click with someone who is the next size up, who deals with things that are far bigger than what we even have access to down here. So I could really be at the top of my game and be able to just go above and beyond what I'm capable for to be able to help me with future aspirations in my professional career. Yeah, because I know we spoke about this beforehand, America compared to Canada, just a complete... Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, it is completely different. And there's a lot of great opportunities, Jesse, down here in Canada. We have some bigger cities and all these sorts of things. And I don't think I would ever be interested in leaving. I definitely think that there's, the world is my oyster here and I, I have lots of potential to, to get to the scale that I'd like to eventually. But I just think from a perspective of learning how to be great at the small things and then move on to the big things is just something that is very precious to me. And, and to be able to hear some of the experiences of people who deal with hundreds of employees and how they interact with them and how they keep them all straight, how they manage them on day-to-day -day operations. I want to take those skills and implement them to my 20 people. And, and that to me is priceless because if I can have an awesome relationship with my 20 employees, 
then we're going to get just as much done as 100 employees could. And to me, that's what really runs a business. I, I totally agree with you. If you were going to describe the Pushfat app to your friends, your family and your network, how, how would you describe it? To me, Jesse, I would describe it as something that is essential if you're looking to self-improve. First of all, as an individual, you have to come to the place where you realize or you decide. Not everybody makes the choice, but for myself personally, I've made the, the choice that every day I want to try to improve some part of myself in one way or another. So as an individual, if you've made that decision, I think push fire has to be a part of that because if it's not, you can't talk to people and have such a great social networking platform to provide you with the tools to be able to reach out and find people and connect with people who know your story because they've lived a similar one and they can help you self-improve because they've walked through the same type of pathway as you. So to me, it's uh, it's something that I would definitely advertise as something that is just, it's uplifting and it, uh, it provides so much more essence and purpose to your professional career. I think a lot of people as well, they don't realize like, the importance of mentoring and being a mentee. And I think it's something that we should, we should all have a mentor realistically, because it's just learning with someone, like you said, in a similar situation but you can just really gain so much knowledge from and understanding. Yeah, I would totally agree. If I didn't have those people in my own life, I think back uh, to when I was was a kid. I don't want to get to, I don't want to get too personal. But for those of you out there listening, I don't, I didn't come from a rich family. I didn't have a whole lot growing up. Rural uh, maritime province. There's not a whole lot uh, to do out here. I grew up splitting wood to burn in the winter time because we couldn't afford electricity. We were humble people. We didn't come from a whole lot. So to me, those connections on how to navigate your way through life, the people skills that are so important to have when you're dealing with one person who could make or break your life or your business, speaking from a professional standpoint, is just so important to me. And I, I look back now and I, if I didn't have those connections with, uh, with those mentors, people come alongside me, then I would definitely not be where I'm at today. So mentoring really as a whole has been life changing. Absolutely. Which, what would you say you enjoy most about being a mentor? I would say what I enjoy most about being a mentor is being humbled. So I'll explain briefly. When I mentor someone, my father, my father always told me, my father was a funny man. He said a lot of unwise things, but he did say a few wise things. And one of those things, Jesse, was he said, you can be a king or a street sweeper, but we all dance with a grim reaper. And I'm sure you've heard that saying before. And basically what it means is you're supposed to treat the same person as the person you're going to meet the next day with the same amount of respect. And I believe that full heartedly. So for me to mentor someone, Oftentimes, and I don't put myself in any better position, I'm not, I always tell people, I'm not, people will come to me and say, you've done so much. And I look at your accomplishments and I think I can never be like that. And I always stop them and I say, look, you're in the wrong mindset and we haven't even started yet. I'm only at the position I'm in because somebody like me, who is much better at articulating their words (laughs) than I am, took the time to mentor me. So what I'm doing to you is giving you the same opportunity that somebody gave me and you could far surpass me because I'm still learning every single day. But that's that's what it what it gets down to is nobody is better than anybody else. We all got the same potential. And I just want people to be able to tap into their confidence to realize that. I totally agree with you. And I haven't heard that saying before. No, you haven't. Oh, it might be a, a Canadian thing. It's it's a, we're a little bit more laid back down here. We, we go by the golden rule. You treat everybody the way that you'd like to be treated. And the president could walk through the door and I would treat him just the same as I would from Joe down the street. I love that saying now. So I'm going to have a look earlier because I think it is a Canadian thing. <laughs> We've got a few of them down here. 
So I'm just going to move on to my last few final questions. The first is, do you recommend having a mentor in relationship? 100%, whether it's for your personal life or um, trying to build meaningful connections in life, learning life skills, or just overall improving your confidence, whether it's with job interview. It doesn't matter if you want to be a professional career person in life or a stay-at-home parent. We all need confidence. We all like to feel confident. We all like to feel accomplished. We all like to feel productive. So these are things that are absolutely crucial to life. And in order to receive those things better, uh, I think it's so much better to humble yourself and put yourself uh, down a notch and talk to somebody who's been there and can help you uh, realize what it is that you need to move on to those steps. My second question is, what is the best advice a mentor or mentee has given you? The best advice? That's a real good question, Jesse. I'm sure you didn't think I would have an answer in five seconds for that. So (laughs) that's a real good one. I've heard a lot of different people answer this question. And I've heard a lot of different philosophies and I've heard a lot of different ideologies. And I think I would have to keep my answer very short and simple and not very profound at all. So excuse me if you're expecting something better, but my answer to that question, the best piece of advice that someone has ever given me is don't expect somebody else to do a job that you're not willing to do yourself. It's probably the best piece of advice I've ever been given. It's very straight to the point, which is great. That, that is a really good piece of advice. I apologize. It's not super profound, but in, in my industry, especially what makes, and I'll speak a little bit out of context, a little off topic about just being a, a manager in general. I've been to seminars and, and training classes and just learning how to be a manager, how to be a boss, how to run a business. And, and one of the most important things for your employees to see anybody else out there listening is I run a warehouse. When I walk through in the morning and I see a truck coming in that needs to be unloaded, my guys know that I'm certified on the forklift. I can jump on that forklift and unload that truck. And to them, that's what being a boss is because being a manager is being a leader. You're willing to do the jobs that nobody else is willing to do. And because of that, your team will respect you so much more and you'll operate as a well-oiled machine. Completely. Because I I think that is where a lot of people, they have these managers where they won't do the jobs that they expect you to do, like you said. And it's not a confidence knocker, but it's just you don't feel motivated otherwise. But if you have a leader who is willing to really join in with the team, get their hands down and dirty, it just makes the world of a difference. I, I think that's why, Jesse, I would, I'm so attached to the Canadian, if you will, maritime way of doing things. We're so integrated with each other down here that for me and my 20 employees, it's so important for me. Because if I get a call at three o'clock in the morning and I've got a truck that's broken down and I need someone to go out there and fix it, I need two more guys out of my fleet to go. My guys, I can tell you right now, will answer their phone on the first ring. And when I tell them what needs to be done, they'll say, absolutely, Caleb, you've got it. I'll be there in five minutes. Because they know I would do the same for them. They know I have the license to run the truck. I drive the trucks. I do, the, I do deliveries from time to time. I, I do the same. I'm, I'm involved so much to the point where the worst of, of the workload most of the time comes on me. And they know that I'm there to defend them. They know that I'm there to keep them accountable. And that's what makes them so just, it's a combination that I just can't describe. It's absolutely crucial for anybody getting into the industry of managing any type of people whatsoever, any type of crew, any type of supervising experience that you're looking to have. You have to be willing to get down and get dirty and get your hands in there. I'm just going to go to my final question. What is, you know, a bit of advice you could just share to someone starting off in the industry? So a little bit of advice. I'll try to keep it concise and in a bullet form so that it's easy to take away, Jesse. My first piece of advice would be to not give up, especially in a big place. You know, for those of you listening out there, okay, you're fresh out of university, you're fresh out of college, 
Uh, you've got all the facts in your head. You don't so much have the hands-on experience. You're looking for your job. Uh, even if you haven't gone to university or college, you've got some good work experience. You want to take that to the next level. My advice to you is you get out of it what you put into it. So if you're not out there pounding the pavements, handing out your resumes, writing a cover letter for each and individual personalized employer you're going to see, showing them that you can do the work, giving them more references than they ask for, going out of your way to provide examples of your work and accomplishments, then my friend, you've missed the mark. You've got to be into it 100%. If you're not passionate about what you're doing, you're in the wrong industry. Just going to wrap things up. I just want to say thank you to our listeners and obviously thank you to Caleb for joining us. If our listeners want to learn more about mentoring, they can check out our other podcasts or visit the Pushfire website. So I hope everyone has a lovely day. Perfect, Jesse. It's been a pleasure. Thank you to all those who have put up with me, listening to me for this long. And uh, it was nice to meet you, Jesse. <laughs> it was lovely to meet you. 